We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, everybody. It's time to get back into the world of BDSM. But before we get to the topic at hand today, I think it's time for a kinky noir confession. So, I think you want to stick around. This will get pretty interesting. Time to see what confession we have today. It seems we have an anonymous black female who definitely has something she wants to get off her chest. And let's see how this is. Alright. Dear Noir, ever since I was a little girl, I have been a muscle worshiper. I would always hug my friend's dads who had muscles, also gripping my uncle's muscular arms, holding tight as he lifted me into his lap. I loved it so much, but as I got older, it was a different feeling. I became aroused when seeing the football player practicing on the field during high school. My heart raced with the thoughts of having just one of the players fucking me under the bleachers. And now that I'm older, my preference is still men with muscles. Diana Ross said it best, I want muscles. Well, okay. It seems the sister here definitely got the thing for the muscles. Once again, this is why I keep telling fellas... Working out is your friend. Well, now that we got that, you know, out of the way, and um, it's time to get to the other part at hand, which I was going to discuss with you about the world of primals. Now, I know primals is not talked about a lot in the BDSM world, but make, make no mistake, it is definitely in there. It's a powerful sensation, and there are quite a few primals out there that can tell you that. But first, let's get back to the main thing, all right? Okay. Primal, they were basically called animalistic, especially in a sexual type relationship. In a BDSM scene, people often discuss the role definitions in advance when it comes to, you know, meetups, you know? But um, with primals, uh, <laughs> there's a little more letting instincts take control sometimes. It pretty much happens among people. who People who define themselves as primal more as let things gotta happen <laughs> and um, I've seen it. it can definitely have it can definitely go that way a few times um, it's, for them primals is more about something that's earned rather than a game being played basically these things happen because these central partners won't restrain themselves but instead let the primal layers of our brain decide what happens during sex and courtship it is a choice not to apply the restraints, you know, but, you know, when it comes to the urge of the primal. And make no mistake, I'm pretty sure you already figured this out, but sex is a little more intense if you decide not to restrain yourself. And with that come the scratches, the bruises, carpet burn, you know. It's kind of an appeal to those who like a little bit of sadomasochism to their little fun, you know. Pain, pleasure, yeah, you got it. Anyway, it does differ 
from because of the fact that the game had not been established as much. And there are sometimes less whips and cuffs involved. Don't get me wrong, there's still rules. There's still roles and rules somewhat. And distributed on the part of who has the power. It appeals to the doms and discipline, the fact that animals are sometimes usually defined a bit. Now, even though they may not use tools as often, they still use their hands. Sometimes they want to grab, pull the hair, scratch, scratch on the body, sometimes bite the neck. Maybe a belt every now and then. You need to get the picture. Get the picture. Now, despite what some people think, um, some primals do have monogamy. And there are others living a poly-type lifestyle. It, it depends. Like I said, once again, that's all on the person. Now, other parts of um, primal play, you could say, is sometimes in a group, they may have a thing called the whole prey and predator. This explains the dynamic. Prey uh, usually sometimes be the sub. They like being consumed. A predator, sometimes being the dom or dame, likes to consume. The relationship is the main priority. And I'm trying to pray, understand that it does not pri primarily involve your satisfaction. And sometimes you're more about trying to satisfy the other. Then they have a primal mate. Um, I'm pretty sure you heard about that sometimes in The Lion King or whatever, but you get you, you the same. A mate is a partner relationship where you focus on mating. You form bonds and relationships that will last even after you guys just screw each other's brains out. Because of that, a mate can also turn into a matey or a friend or into a loving friendship. Now, a pet is it's, uh, just pretty much just that. A pet is someone who just being enjoyed getting his brain screwed out and don't really carry the weight of a partner. It's a little bit more casual, if I had to say, be honest with that. All right? So I will, you know, that, that part is pretty much easy to figure out. Now, when it comes to the primal, that you already figured out here, I already told you, they like using the hair, skin, nails, teeth. Um, when it comes to primal style of foreplay, um, it's kind of involved capturing or taking control. You like to take down the struggle, the wrestling, play fighting. It, I guess it's more of a BDSM version of what you see in some vanilla couples where they call it angry sex. One girl goes to the guy and says whatever, want to get him mad, or the guy want to mess with her and tease her to get her mad. They're going to their faces, they're screaming, or whatever. Nothing they know, they're just banging to their brains out, and they're like, oh, wow, what the heck just happened? You know, but primals have admitted that their mate's scent can also play a big role in attraction. They like to sniff, to growl, to scratch, you know, to bite. Um, both participants may struggle to gain control over the other. Which does allow room for them, you know, if one of the subs is more of a bratty kind of sub. But I've seen a few bratty subs now. And so you'd like to sometimes fight a bit that so they want to dom to earn it. And I can tell you, those bratty subs, they'll do uh, want to put up a little fight there and get to earn it. And they're all happy when everything's said and done. Eh. Anyway. But there's reasons primal play can look like wrestling or fighting and sometimes evolve using ropes on their partner to establish that dominance. Because like I said, the subs, um, they do like when the dom goes in there and try to establish control. And some even try to push their dom because they like when they get mad and then go in there and do a little play fighting. And yeah, you, you, you know the rest. As you can imagine, primal play is often pretty passionate and sensual for both participants. 
couples who engage in promo play, they kind of recommend, you know, newbie couples every now and then try it out. Whether the emotions are lust, loneliness, silliness, happiness, or just randomness, you know. It can also be expressed in primal play. It can be rough, or it can be gentle. Ultimately, it is usually emotional. I mean, yes, we we try to make ourselves as animalistic as we can, but deep down we know we are still humans. The bonds we form, the lives we live, is what makes humanity so interesting. Um, you know, some people say, oh, you're into the furries. Now, don't get me wrong, there are some who do like doing the whole furry and the yif or whatever. They do that too. I'm not saying not all primals are into doing furries. Some are, some don't. Um, primal play and like role playing subgenres can be often separate, but can have a few overlapping qualities. As I said, you don't have to engage in all the acts to be considered the primal. Also, with the research, um, I'm trying to find over here. I noticed that there are a lot of you'll see a lot of erotic stories and everything. I'm talking about primal play. It's new. A lot of writers, you know, aren't aware of the niche. You know, they manage to see what kind of stories people do on primal play. And if someone were to write down, they could say there was a lot of references to animal-style sex and seduction. A lot of primal stories would talk about, you know, the scent, the skin, the hair, the struggle for dominance. Maybe some playful escaping, only to be captured by the alpha again. Now, I will say also, due to the fact that this is so, and not talked about a lot in BDSM, there is still another factor that is also, I would say, pretty important. As you have, well, hopefully you heard my other podcast, I talked about subspace and everything else. It's about time I talk to you about another space, primal space. Now... This one, for some people, is kind of weird to explain because it's not, you know, it's not talked about much often. But I remember seeing this, um, uh, seeing this confession once where this person was talking about how they felt with their primal space in a way. They said they had their significant other doing a little bit of a power exchange and they felt an animalistic lust take over and... It was definitely pretty intense, and he was pretty much physically dominating. And they were pretty playful and pretty aggressive, but it was definitely different. It was an adrenaline dump, a wave of viciousness. And he's talking about how that in that moment the Dom wanted to break her, and she loved every minute of it. It was like being on top of the world for him. It was all said and done. She was saying she described the look that came over him, and it was like it was menacing. Uh, almost like one of those guys in those uh, anime convention, the guy uh, like Goku, or whatever, went Super Saiyan and pretty much went for broke, went to another level. I guess the anime version scrap. You, you know what I'm saying? Here. But you're not saying the guy was saying he did not know it was a good or a bad thing. Um, she didn't give any indicator that she didn't like it. In fact, she sounded like she really loved it a lot. Um, another way I think I heard them talk about Primal Space is that they talked about how. It would go so far, and it would make you feel like you're really getting truly instinctual. It was an adrenaline rush of a caught prey, pinned down and just frozen in the moment. She, he was, one was saying that the baby girl or the sub would twitch and would react. It was kind of like on the outside, with a little control for him. It said it took longer to come back for both of them. 
For some, it was definitely scary. For some, it was exciting. Um, it was a change from the attack and fear alpha to then to the care and loving alpha slowly after getting done with the primal play. And then to stop biting and to hold and become the loving. Some might even try keeping them pinned but slowly relax the situation. So I would say when it comes to that primal space, it's basically hitting that primal play to the extreme where the primal um, predator may feel intense need to capture, own, to dominate, to have that which is with him, and the prey to feel intense need to have it, to want to be taken. I would say with this kind of play, it's definitely um, strong to make sure that you know who you play with, and of course, make sure you take the time to get to that kind of space, a level of intimacy and trust to go to that point. But make no mistake, it is pretty intense. And I know it's not for everybody, but for those who are primals, maybe this can help explain a little bit better for why you feel the way you feel. But anyway, I think I said enough for today. I hope you enjoyed, and uh, stay tuned, because there will be much more to come. Until next time. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you have any kinky confessions or like to let out any steamy or sexy stories you want me to read, then by all means, leave a voice message or email me on the link on my bio or leave a message to me on Facebook, which is also on my podcast bio. And finally, if you want to get into rope for some bondage fun, that also is a link in my bio as well on Amazon that I think you might like. But finally, I hope you stick around because I really see this going in a way that might open your eyes a good bit. Until next time. <laughs>